Welcome to Meg Talks, the Move with Meg podcast. I'm Megan Kerrigan and I'll be sharing ideas on how you can become a more consistent and confident dancer that understands your body and mind. Hi guys and welcome to my first ever solo episode three reasons why your hard work in your dance class is going to waste. Now, this is truly not what we want, isn't it? The thoughts of all the hard work that you're putting in at class, practicing at home, the teachers, their input, all of that time, effort going to waste. Three reasons why this might be happening for you. Number one is sleep. Sleep is so important. And if we are not getting enough sleep, we can be wasting all of that work that we're putting into place at class. The children's health charity say sleep is vital for the body to recover and and repair mentally and physically. So not only is sleep super important for our body to repair, to adapt, It is also so important to keep ourselves motivated, excited about class, focused, able to actually put the corrections that we've been given into place. So your first four hours of sleep, more than 50% of your daily growth, growth hormone is released. So in that first four hours that you sleep, over half of your growth is happening then. So this is your your repair, your body is adapting and changing. So like you'll get, this is where you grow stronger. This is where your power is increased. So how much you can really push off the floor and bounce. This is where the muscles grow. So when we're using our muscles at dance class, what we're doing is creating tiny little, tiny little tears. And this is our body telling our mind that when we go to sleep tonight, that muscle needs to come back stronger tomorrow. Now, if you're not getting enough good sleep, good being important, if you're not getting enough good sleep, then that process doesn't happen. And those tiny tears are still there in your muscle when you go back there the next day, for example, to dance class or practice at home, those tiny tears are still there. And we're not stronger. We're actually still and probably weaker than we were the day before. So sleep is so important for that. The last four hours of our sleep are for our mental recovery. So this is for our sort of processing and our cognitive function, keeping the mind sharp, keeping you able to focus till the end of class. Anyone get to the end of class and think, oh gosh, I've just like my brain's gone now. Or you get new corrections and you keep dancing through and forgetting that correction that you've just been given. So you're not putting into the place and then your teacher's not happy with you. This can all be improved with better, longer and enough sleep. Also, we're reducing the risk of injury. So your hard work can go to waste if you then get injured because you haven't had enough sleep, your mind's not switched on enough. So you roll your ankle and your reaction time isn't there to save you. Your memory will be better with this. So reducing the risk of injury, having better memory, being able to store more information, being able to store more of that feedback that your teacher has given you, your form will be better in your steps, in your training, and therefore you're less at risk of hurting yourself. So they're sort of the three key areas that are really important. 
growing the muscles, recovering the mind, and then reducing the risk of injury all through a good night's sleep. Now, children between six and 12 need about nine to 12 hours sleep. Obviously, every da- every dancer, every child is different, but between that nine and 12 hours is vital for you to be recovering and repairing and like getting over the stress that we put the body through. Um, so it's nine to 12 hours sleep. And then for teens, so from like 13 to 18, we're needing at least eight to 10 hours sleep. Now stop and have a think. When do you sleep? How long do you sleep for? Have you got a routine? Routine is super important here also. The more the body has to guess. So if you go to bed at nine o'clock one night, then 11 the next night, then you get up at six one morning, then you get get five the next morning. Trying to have a routine keeps the body understanding and knowing, oh, I've got this four hours now because I know that she wakes up at eight. So I've got this, this four hours to fix this, this four hours to do that. Our body's actually really smart like that. So important to get that routine in place to try to have that specific amount of time that you need. Now, some tips as to how you can sort of improve this, maybe turn screens off before bedtime. I know we come home from class late and we want to go on our phones because we haven't had time to be on them all day. But is having a flick through TikTok more important than that big goal that you're trying to achieve? For example, those of you that are attending the World Championships in a few weeks, is scrolling through TikTok for 15 minutes. It might seem like nothing, it's only 15 minutes, but if that's then going to impact your sleep and your repair and how deep you get into that sleep and how switched on you are the next day and how focused you are on your practice the next day, then is that 15 minutes of scrolling through endless TikTok worth it? No, probably not. But at the time we think, no, but I've missed out. It will be worth sacrificing that for a better sleep and a better performance at your next competition. Regular routine I've spoken about, taking time to sort of have a bedtime routine. So how many of you actually have a routine that you do before bed? Now, I'm not the best at this. I go through phases. And when I am in a good phase, like right now, getting into bed earlier than what I'm going to go to sleep, switching the phone off. So uh, sometimes I listen to a podcast, the phone's there and it's it's on, but it's a podcast. I'm not looking at that screen um, or reading a book. Um, and then what I like to do when I'm in a really good routine is write in my gratitude journal. And this really helps me to sort of reflect on the day, what I've done well, and also sets me up mentally really nicely for the next day too. Um, try not to dance too close to bedtime. And I know this is a really tough one for people because lots of classes end at 9 p.m., for example, and then you get home, you're trying to have toast and get to bed. For example, in those situations, I know you can't change that. But on the days where you're practicing at home, maybe try to get your practice done first and then your schoolwork done afterwards. Or maybe just have a think about how that is. When, we, when we're dancing, we're switching on all of our adrenal glands. We're pumping. There's energy pumping around our body. Our muscles are still working when we finish dancing. And so all of our systems are switched on. This makes it a lot harder to wind down and go to sleep. You know, if you finish class late and you get into bed, you're just lying there. Or you, you're bouncing around. Or you've got this en- energy to, to use. Um. That's really difficult. 
Um, but again, if we put into place all those other things, so that routine, that bedtime routine, knowing what you do, having that wind down time, maybe you get home from dancing and you don't go on your phone, putting all those other things into place will help to make sure you've got a good enough sleep routine so that your hard work isn't going to waste. So that's our sleep. Second reason why your hard work could be going to waste is your nutrition. Now, busy lives, I know, but the amount of dancers that I talk to that, oh, when I ask them what they've eaten today, oh, well, I didn't have breakfast. And then um, I just had a little bit of a, had a chocolate bar at lunch and break. Then for lunch, I had a sandwich with some crisps. And then for dinner, um, I had like toast when I got in before dancing. And then after dancing, I had my dinner. I know. Dance schedules, life schedules are busy, but nutrition is so important. So I'm not going to complicate this too much. I'm going to give you a few important, the most important things. Kidshealth.org, so a a special um, kids-focused organization on nutrition, they said that the two most important um, minerals for young athletes are calcium which is super important for strong bones, resisting breaking bones and stress fractures, which I have seen amongst the dancers I train, such a recurring injury, stress fractures, especially in that fifth metatarsal, which is why I brought out the ID spaces, because I know part of that reason why that fifth metatarsal is the first to go is because of how we squish our feet into our shoes and how our feet are not strong enough because we never splay out our toes. So ID spaces for those stress fractures, just throw them in there because I'm so passionate about those, but also enough calcium in your diet. Now this might be um, milk, yogurt, cheese, leafy greens, like your broccoli, your spinach, your kale, really important to have enough of those. If you don't drink milk or if you're not a cheese fan, make sure you're having those leafy greens or have some yogurt. Have yogurt when you get in from dance class. Think about these things and try and add them into that, what we were just talking about before, that routine. Okay, so my routine is now I'm dancing straight away when I come back from school so that I don't go too close to sleep. So then afterwards, I'll have a meal that's full of high calcium dense foods. Um, The second uh, mineral for young athletes and really important, this one is iron. And this, for those of you who tell me your fitness isn't great or your energy at the end of the dance isn't great, iron is what helps the oxygen, the fresh, fresh, fresh oxygen that we get in to our body while we're dancing. Iron is what helps to carry that oxygen to the areas of the body that needs it. Yeah. You know, when you're dancing and you feel like, oh, my legs are just dead. Try increasing your iron intake and see the difference it makes. You can get iron from lean meats like your chickens, etc. Um, chicken turkey. You can get it from fish, so tuna, salmon. You get it from dairy products. Um, no, you can't. You can get it from eggs, not dairy products. Um, dried fruits. I'm not, not, not a fan of those particularly myself, but some people are. And then again, those leafy greens. So thinking about it here. Get some spinach in your diet. Get some broccoli in your diet. It's got those two main things that we need, calcium and iron. And also from whole grains. So really spending some time getting some whole grains into your diet, some whole grain rice, 
um, some whole changing your bread to whole grain, just a few things that you can do to make sure that we're not getting injured and we've got nice strong bones and also that we are giving our body the opportunity to be fitter for the end of the dance, yeah, so that those legs don't feel dead because that iron is helping get that fresh, fresh oxygen down through the bloodstream to the areas that we need it the most, which are the furthest away from the heart as well. So iron is a really big one. In terms of other things that we definitely need to just quickly discuss, protein. Protein is the key to muscle repair as well as sleep. So sleep is our one. The second is having enough protein. Protein is used while we sleep to repair the muscles. So we, as children, we do get enough in our diet. So I'm not trying to say take extra protein, protein shakes and things like that, but you can get enough. Just make sure you are eating enough meat. So meat with every meal, if you can, or some sort of protein source with every meal, meat, fish, your dairy products, beans, nuts, and soy products too, if anyone is um, vegan or um, veggie. Um, And then finally, most well, not most important. They're all just as important. As each other. It, blah, 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 blah. I'm getting so excited as each other. Carbs, important for energy. Carbs are like putting petrol in a car. If we don't have good carbs, good carbs, mind, not your white breads. Unfortunately, I love a big slab of white bread with loads of butter on it. But no, that is not a good carb. What we want is our complex carbs. So the carbs that are going to fuel us for longer that we go to dance class and there's enough carbs stored in our body to really, really keep us dancing and performing well for longer at class. Now, that hard work you put in, if you can't last till the end of class and be getting the most out of the three hours, two hours, or however long you've got, then we aren't going to be getting the most out of our hard work and our hard work will be going to waste. So it's really important that you have good complex carbs in your diet too. So three main points there. Um, your main minerals, um, which are calcium and iron, your main um, areas of food that we really need are your proteins and your carbs. And then the final thing, don't even get me started on this because I could do a whole podcast just talking about this, water. Even the most mild, mild dehydration can negatively impact your dance performance. Like the tiniest bit of dehydration. I notice it myself when I go to the gym. If you are not drinking enough water consistently, now this is the thing. It's not about just drinking water at dance class. It's too late then. What we are really, really not great at as dancers is drinking water consistently throughout the day. I know it's hard at school um, for those younger dancers at school because you're not really allowed or it's not really acceptable to go to the toilet loads of times. So I do understand. But first things first in the morning before you get go to school, get a good bit drunk then little bit of lunchtime and you've got time to go to the toilet and then and break time. And then after school, that's when the work happens. You should have already, you can already have two liters in your body by the time you get home from school. And you should, because if you're then going to dance class, that is the, those two liters are the liters of water that your body is using to pump blood around your body and loads of other functions. 
if you haven't given it that two liters and you start drinking at class, it's too late. That water is not going to be in your system enough to help you perform your best. Really, really important before dancing, after dance class to replenish all of that that you've used. And then in the run up to a competition, just really making sure that we're consistent with our water intake. So again, our body, when it's guessing, doesn't perform its best. Our body, when it knows, she's going to give me another two liters today. She's going to give me another one liter today. He's going to give me another three liters tomorrow so I can use this bit that I've got left. Yeah, don't let the body guess because when the body is guessing, it is not functioning at its best. And that is when your hard work is going to waste. Finally, and this one, I feel like a broken record because I say it all the time. And I will say it until I finally see the change across the whole Irish dance world. Rest days. If you are not having sufficient rest days, significant rest days, enough rest days, whether it's the run up to a big competition or not, your hard work is going to waste. Because This is just like sleep, the time when our body recovers, the time when our muscle memory starts taking place, the time when our brain is excited again to go to dance class. The overuse and burnout that we bring ourselves to in the run-up to a big competition as Irish dancers is just crazy. It blows my mind. I did it. In the run-up to a competition, do you often get ill? Do you often suffer from like colds and flus and sicknesses. And yeah, because you'll run down. Your body is using so much energy. Your mind is using so much energy. We are overusing the mind and the body and we are hitting burnout. These are two significant factors in young athletes, young Irish dancers not achieving their goals. Now, we are in a community that sees hard, hard work That's really important. But I want to make this a community that sees hard, smart work even more important. What is the point in working seven days a week at your hardest if you're only actually gaining 10% improvement? If I wrote this on a piece of paper and we made and we and we studied this, the stats would be absolutely mental. You would be like, why haven't I been doing this? If you, if I told you, you did seven days uh, dance class and a fesh, whatever, and you increased and improved at a capacity of, let's say 20%. But if you did just six days of work and you took one rest day, and now we'll talk about what you can do on that rest day in a moment. If you took one rest day and I told you, you're going to make 50% improvement, which one would you choose? And if you're saying the 20%, I don't know why. Because 50% improvement is a no-brainer. And this is the difference that having a rest day can give you. You should be having at least one rest day a week. And when we say rest day, I don't mean you come home and you just lay on the sofa watching the TV. When I say rest day, I mean, we're doing active recovery style workouts. So we're still walking towards our goal, walking, working towards our goals. 
Yeah, so this might be going out for a walk, getting outside, how important is fresh air for us? Walking is when our mind is at ease. We have nice ideas. We're refreshing. We might spend time with family. This energizes us. Um, Pilates is great, low impact. So you're not putting the impact on the body so the muscles have time to recover. Stretching, cycling, swimming, yoga, bar, all of those things. Great. Have fun. We offer plenty of that in the Move With Make Gold Club. Get in there and have a look. We've got a seven-day free trial. Check it out. Try it on your first rest day. But go outside. Spend time with your friends. All of these things are not only going to help your body, they're going to help your mind. Who here, and this is me all over, I am preaching this and I need to preach it to myself. Who here has a day off dancing, goes, spends time with their family, does some stretching before bed, and then goes to class the next day, like buzzing because you haven't been there for a day. It's a different environment. You haven't seen your friends at class for a few days. So you're like, woo, getting back into the swing of it. Yeah. We also refresh in our mind to feel excited. Signs of sort of burnout to be looking out for in your young dancers or in yourself are like decreased performance. If they're just not dancing the way they normally do, give them a day off. Their constant aches and pains. Oh my goodness. You can tell it's the run up to the world because I am logging onto my one-to-ones. How's the body feeling? Oh, well, my ankle's a bit sore and this knee's niggling me a bit and my hip's been hurting. This quad's a little bit. Every single person I log on to, pretty much give or take every single person, is getting these constant niggles now coming in because it's that constant work without sufficient and enough rest. So those constant aches and pains are a sign. Poor sleep, not actually being able to get enough sleep or feeling like you're not getting enough sleep, sign that you need a rest. Um, Or appetite, like not even feeling hungry, sign that you need a rest, that you're hitting burnout. Sluggishness. If you notice your dancer, Oh, it's harder to get them up in the morning. They're less energized. They're less perky and chirpy. All of those things. It's time for a little rest. Poor grades, fading passion. So like them actually seeing their interest in going to dance class fading. It's time to just give that brain a rest. So all of those things are signs of when it might be time to really, really stop, take a look, and assess how much rest your dancer has been having or you have been having as a dancer. It is so important. I can't express the importance and the difference you will see in progress. We see we've just got this culture of hard, 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 hard work. And yes, there is a time and a place for that. And I'm not saying that hard work is not the way forward, but I want you to work harder and smarter together by taking a day off does not mean that you will go backwards and you won't be ready for the world championships or whatever competition you are working for. Taking that day off might actually mean and does mean for everyone that you are taking steps forwards towards that goal. So really stop and think after this session, after this podcast, after what you've heard, think about how is it going to work for me to get the best out of this hard, hard work that I put in at class. We don't want that to go to waste. So focusing on your sleep, getting good enough, long enough, 
deep enough sleep, focusing on the right kinds of foods and making sure you've got enough of those in your diet and including a rest day. That's just three things that you can focus on to start making a really big difference to your performance, your energy, your mood. You will be a happier, more high-performing dancer that is way more likely to achieve your goals. So with that said, thank you so, so much for joining and listening. Um, make sure you go and check out our seven-day free trial on the website of the Move With Meg Gold Club. We've got great things that you can be doing on those rest days. So pop in there and take a look. Um, and thank you for joining. I'll be back again soon with another episode. Lots of love. Thank you for listening to Meg Talks. Don't forget to share your favorite parts of the episode and tag us on Instagram at Move With Meg with two Gs. And as a special treat, head to movewithmeg.co.uk forward slash Fesh Day Warm Up to access your free video. See you next time.